Friends, I was tempted to preach on that part of the gospel where it says we can pick up serpents with our hands. You know, you heard of all these snake handlers um, down in Appalachia. But I'm going to save that for another year. Uh, you know, I was inspired to preach just this really simple message this weekend. Which is, if we want to ascend with Christ, then we need to descend with him. Like, I think this feast is just kind of a reformulation of the central message of Christianity, which is we have to die in order to live. Right? That life comes through death. And I think this feast is to remind us that ascension only comes through descending. Because the feast, of course, is the ascension, and it's, it's focused on Jesus being taken up to his rightful place with God. But... Paul in Ephesians gives us a really good corrective. He says he can ascend because he's first descended. And that's a central claim of Christianity, is God wanted to understand us so deeply that in order to raise us up to his divine nature, that he had to come down and share it with us so that he could raise it up. St. Augustine says, out of compassion... God descended to be among us. And while he ascended alone, he did not in fact ascend alone. For we ascend with him when we live in him by grace. And so a central sort of message of Christianity is that if we want to ascend with Jesus, we need to descend with him. We need to be willing to descend into and plumb the depths of the human experience in order to transcend it, in order to rise above it. I think so many times in our lives we think we can sort of remain in our conceptual ivory towers, that we can not come down from the step stools of our pride and our ego and descend into the human story. But I think this feast reminds us that we have to descend into the tragedy, suffering, joy, the full experience of human life if we want to ascend with the Lord. I was touched this week by a, a story in South Bend, Indiana, I have some friends who know this family personally. It's a tragic story. A Catholic family in South Bend. The wife was, uh, Sarah was driving their two little children home. Dad was at home. Um, and uh, at a stoplight, she was stopped and a semi uh, came and hit them from behind. And the six-month-old Leo died. Uh, the two-year-old Cecilia is uh, still in the hospital critical condition, and the mom has successfully come out of uh, some surgeries and is in stable condition. But you can go online and read the interview with the father and the family a couple days after. And this is what he said. He said, I, we just want the truck driver to know that they're not defined by this. He said, we know that life happens. Things happen. We can't change that. We want that person to know that they're forgiven, 
want that person to live a flourishing life. We don't want them to be, we don't want to be stuck in the anger of what was clearly a mistake. It's really an incredible uh, interview with this father who is obviously experiencing the depths, right, of tragedy, but who somehow was is able to descend into that and to rise above it with forgiveness, personally, but also to descend, obviously, into what he knows the truck driver is experiencing in terms of guilt and pain, and to help them to forge a new path forward by trying to give them permission to rise above that. And I was thinking, man, I am so far from that. I mean, I hold grudges about little grievances, like little things I've been hurt on. And I will descend into that and, and, and rise above that and help the other person rise above that with little grievances. And this father, this mother had their six-month-old taken from them. And they're able to rise above that and reach out the healing and restorative hand of forgiveness. Truly remarkable. Of course, there's tons of stories like this. I was just touched this week by it because I have some friends that know the family very intimately. And so that's just the image I want to present this week, really simple. To, to present to the Lord, like, where do I need to descend? Where do I need to bend low in order to lift myself and others up? Because I think it's really easy today, obviously in the past year, it's been easy to remain physically distant from others, but the virtual world allows us to remain distant from others in many ways. We're always see to, what all we see, to, see is often the facade. Right? We don't have to often dive deep into the pain, into the human encounter, into the experience. But that's the only way that we're able to lift it up from the inside both ourselves to find, to put the pieces back together, to be able to forge a path forward of rising above that pain, but also to lift up the other person, to give them permission to be able to rise above and to transcend and ascend the pain that they're experiencing. So friends, I would just propose this feast, which you know had, can have this almost mythical dimension of Jesus being lifted up on a cloud, but I think it's much more about the Christian story, which is Jesus descending to be among us precisely to lift us up. Jesus dying precisely to give us life. It's just a, a reformulation of the standard Christian motif of death to life, descent to ascent. But I think sometimes we want life and ascension without the descent and without death. So let's present to the Lord spiritually in this Mass before the Holy Eucharist the areas where we need to plumb the depths of our own humanity and plumb the depths of the humanity of others around us so that we might be able to lift them up, to lift ourselves up, to transcend that, to rise above that. Because I would say if we want to ascend with Jesus, we need to first descend.